Welcome to the Art of Successful Living. My name is Joanne Williams. This podcast is all about learning how to overcome personal difficulties, make better choices, and cultivate a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for joining in today as we continue Women of the Bible, Hard Truths, Beautiful Stories. And I'm back from a wonderful vacation. Today, we start with the story of the Samaritan woman, which reveals that personal transformation takes place when individuals are willing to spend time with God, investing self, time, and energy, and personal reflection in the presence of the Lord. The woman at the well is a good story, but not an ordinary story. Hidden beneath a simple account of self-discovery and divine revelation is a powerful story of transformation. This is the tale of one woman's encounter with Jesus Christ at Jacob's well one afternoon. Her transition from a woman with a suspicious lifestyle to a woman proclaiming the good news is a dramatic one. So now the journey to the well is a journey of faith. The God who calls you to the well knows you better than you know yourself. The God who meets you at the well is acquainted with all the details of your life, all the details of my life. Whoever he calls to the well, he knows all about you. This Desert experience the Samaritan woman struggled through can benefit us today if we're willing to learn from her and her story. The Samaritan woman, she's on a mission to get water from Jacob's well. She walks toward the well at the hottest time of the day, avoiding people. You can imagine the heat penetrating her clothing, her face covered with beads of sweat. She's alone carrying an empty clay pot. In spite of having five failed relationships and the six men not even offering her his hand in marriage, she's she has been she's the pass around girl. Every man gets a turn and having no one to count on and possibly no family, she takes her regular journey through her regular course, doing her regular routines and responsibilities to the well. She goes to the well where she encounters Jesus and on the most ordinary day, doing ordinary errands, something extraordinary happens and her life is transformed. In John chapter 4, we see This woman who took a journey to get a drink of water and she went back home without the water. She came to receive, but instead she received living water that changed her heart, mind, and spirit. She left her water pots at the well, returning to the town with the purpose to preach one sermon. Come see a man who told me everything about myself. Like the pot this woman carries to Jacob's well, 
We carry our empty pots around with us day in and day out. Sometimes we feel too tired to carry these pots. Sometimes it seems as though however much we do, the things all the people around us care about is, did we get enough water for today? Or did we cook dinner? Did we clean the house, get the kids settled, type the report, check the email, pay the bills, stop at the grocery store, the cleaners, all this stuff that we got to do? Did we make the beds, walk the dog, clean up the mess, return the phone calls? In other words, did we take care of business? T-C-B, taking care of business. She has to get to the well to survive. We are on our way to the well, sometimes empty. The Samaritan woman took a risk and she spoke to a Jew. You didn't do that where she came from. Second, she spoke to a man and she was a woman with a lousy reputation. So the conversation starts something like this with the, with the physical. Conversation starts with the physical, but Jesus moves to the spiritual. We're going to the well. We're at the well empty, but we meet Jesus there. We may start off by telling Jesus all about our problems. You know, we have this little talk with Jesus. But isn't it amazing how he can take it from there and move it to a spiritual place? This woman understands water. That's why she's there. Jesus increases her stake in the conversation by creating a desire in her for this special living water. Jesus uses water as a visual aid to paint a word image into her mind. How can you get this living water? She wants to know. She was probably thinking, now, you know, you didn't bring any ropes or pots. or You didn't bring anything to get this water out of the well. What have you? You know, she questions him. Are you greater than Jacob who gave us this well? Jesus responds by, responds by telling her that whoever drinks the water I will give him will never thirst. The water I give will become a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Spring up, O well, and give to me that life abundantly. John chapter 4, verses 13 through 14. The process of transformation has begun. She requests this water. But she's only thinking of her physical needs because sometimes when we come to God in prayer, when we meet him at the well, this meeting place, we come with all of our needs, all of our wants. But then God has a way of coming and, 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 and taking us through this transformation process where we're thinking only of our physical needs. Like this woman at the well, she was thinking, it's going to save time and energy, and I won't have to come back to this well every day. The woman was encouraged to move to a spiritual level of thinking. By faith, she reached for what Jesus was offering. She spoke to Jesus, and that changed everything. 
She went from being a woman whose life was marred in failure and isolation to becoming a woman of belief, of action, of value. She became a vessel filled and overflowing with good news. She was able to overcome her past. We are able to overcome because God's word tells us that he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think because you know we're thinking in the physical but God is always trying to see get us to see that we are children of the kingdom see past this see past this problem see past this issue be filled be being filled with the Holy Spirit let him overflow With the promises and the words of God, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Who would think that a God who heals, delivers, and blesses would take precious time to visit a woman at a well? Why would a God so holy step into the ordinary routine and help those who are struggling? Why did Jesus stop for an ordinary Samaritan woman? This was no chance meeting. Jesus purposed to meet her at the well. He intentionally went through hostile territory to see a woman at the well. Ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley low enough. Ain't no place that we can go that Jesus can't get to us and see about us. Could it be that the Redeemer leaves the crowd to search for the individual just like the shepherd leaves the flock of 99 to seek out the one stray lost lamb? It was a divine appointment set by God. So we have those Kairos moments, those times that God has set an appointed divine time set by God. So what can we take away from this woman's story? First thing we learn about our journey to the well is there is and always will be divine intervention. When she got there, Jesus was already there. Remember that he's always there. The second lesson is God can change your situation and God can change you. Christ will change you, then use you to change others. Third, baby, we got to learn to celebrate along the way. Celebrate each and every step of the way. Every time you defeat fear, we got to learn to celebrate. Every time you put down panic, you got to learn to celebrate. Every time you make your way to the well, celebrate. Fourth lesson, stop making excuses and start making decisions. The Samaritan woman hadn't always made good choices. You know, we got excuses for being late. We got excuses for lack of productivity on the job. Some of our favorite excuses are, I'm shy, I'm adopted, I'm too fat, I'm too skinny, I'm too tall, I'm too old, I'm too young, so on, so on, and so on. 
The Samaritan came to the well with lots of excuses. She was there because of poor relationship decisions, trying to escape prying eyes and gossiping tongues. She was a victim of history, culture, habit, and heritage. Jesus gave us the power to choose. We can tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the works of the enemy. She had the power to decide because she was now free from the excuses that tied her down. She was no longer held hostage by past mistakes. We have to forget those things which are behind. We have to reach forth to the things which are ahead. We have to press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Forget the past and the mistakes and press. Fifth lesson, it's not what we have that's ma- that matters. It's not what we have that matters. It's what we do with what we have. If you put that little in Jesus' hand, it will become much. Personal transformation begins when you have a personal relationship with God. A personal revelation of God. Transformation begins. One more thing. The living water Jesus provides empowers you by the power of God to worship him anytime, any place, anywhere, publicly or privately. At the end of the day, we can leave our empty water pots behind and embrace a transformed life that points to Jesus, a life that points others to Jesus and says, come and see. If you have enjoyed this episode of Women of the Bible, Hard Truths, Beautiful Stories, give me a thumbs up. Also, click that notification button so you can be notified when the next podcast comes out. Until next time, be blessed.